former ambassador Mark Regev. I think he was the ambassador in uh, the UK, and now he's an advisor to Netanyahu. He's doing the rounds all over TV, and he goes on and he says that uh, when asked about the slaughter that is occurring in Gaza, the amount of dead children, 3,000 plus so far, was asked, um, you know, isn't Israel going to create more terrorists by by doing that, by the unmitigated slaughter of these people, by bombing them into the ground? And, uh, you know, he was flippant about it, and he said, what Israel is doing is protecting its land. He called the people who killed the 1,400 Israelis justifiably savages, criminals, killers. But I think it is time for him to look in the mirror for those who are affecting the, the killings, a lot more killings than what's, what occurred in Israel. I think it's time for him to look at it. Let's listen to this exchange between Ayman Mohayadin and um, the host of uh, the, the program here. Because I, I think it is instructive for those who just are flippant about it. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Images that you see are just uh, wrenching. And those are the lucky ones. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge question about how you even begin to choose when you have suffering in the order of magnitude that we have heard happening in Gaza. We know that uh, Jabalia refugee camp, uh, IDF launched a strike on that refugee camp. There are 116,011 refugees registered there. Hundreds were injured in the Israeli airstrike. Um, Israel said they killed a Hamas commander, Ibrahim Biari, in that in that strike. Um, the United Nations is saying that the attack on that refugee camp could amount to a war crime. Amen. One of many allegations that I've made throughout the course of the past several days, and here's why, um, in part because if you look at the way the bombardment has been taking place across the Gaza Strip, nowhere, and I mean nowhere, is safe. Israel told people to move to the south. The south was bombed. They have taken shelter in certain places like a church. The church was bombed. In a refugee camp where people think they might be safe, they're bombed. So at the end of the day, the challenge that has become very apparent in what international lawyers and human rights organizations are talking about is proportionality and to what extent you expect the people in this camp to be aware of what is happening to them or what is happening underneath them at any given mo moment. If you are, a, a, you know, on the face of it, accepting the Israeli argument that they were doing this to target uh, a single individual. But keep in mind, and we've seen this, we've seen surveillance video of, of home cameras. And I had this on my show over the weekend where a young boy was just standing adjacent to a building. The building gets knocked out and ultimately the child uh, is buried underneath the rubble. And that's why people use the term collective punishment, because you are not aware of who else is in your vicinity at any given moment, right? And Israel says that they warn people and they tell people to leave. In some cases, it's five minutes. Some cases, um, it's a phone call. They've been dropping leaflets. But people feel like they don't have anywhere to go that is safe. We've spoken to a lot of people. For example, the Al Jazeera Arabic uh, a bureau chief whose family was killed. He heeded Israel's warnings. He moved his family out of the northern part of the Gaza Strip. He moved them to the southern part below this specific line that they told them to. And what happened? The building next to where his family was seeking refuge was targeted by Israel, and he lost his wife, a daughter, a son, and a grandson. It is a story that is repeating itself time and time again every day throughout this war, that innocent people, civilians, men, women, and children, elderly, are paying the price, and there is no single safe space in the entire Gaza Strip. Yeah, if you focus just on the lives of children who have been lost, 3,600 
children reportedly killed. Again, that's from the Palestinian Health Authorities. Right. Uh, Which would be the equivalent of 200,000 American children killed in the span of three weeks. I mean, we, t- we sometimes kind of think, oh, 3,000, maybe that is a proportional number for what has happened. But to put it in perspective, as the PCRF, the, Pilgr- the Palestinian Children's Relief Fund uh, founder told me this weekend on my show, that would be the equivalent of 216,000 American children killed in the span of three weeks. Amen gets it perfectly right. When you take a look at the slaughter that is occurring in Gaza right now, there's, o- uh, there's, only, one to be, there's only one to be blamed here. There are many options that uh, the IDF has, Israeli government has. What they have chosen is revenge and uh, more than likely uh, a method of taking even more territory, as opposed to saying these people who inflicted evil, uh, who came and murdered our citizens, let's hunt them down and let's find them and let's annihilate them, liquidate them. That is how you do this. You don't kill a lot of innocent people to get one person. But then again, they, they learned the wrong lessons from the way. We go about our own wars of defense, both in Iraq, where innocent people got killed, in Afghanistan, where innocent people got killed. And again, in my own country of birth, Panama, where to get one man, one man, Manuel Antonio Noriega, several thousand Panamanians had to die for doing absolutely nothing just because America found it expedient to get Noriega in that form. A lot of dead Palestinians just because the IDF decided that that's a preferable way for them to get it. To hell with the other lives. To hell with humanity. Let's, we can do better. And maybe one asks, why do we keep talking about this? As we sit down in the comfort of our homes, as we sit back and drink our coffee and watch our kids go to school or watch our kids grow, put yourself in Gaza right now. There are a lot of criminals around us. We don't do what's known as collective punishment. We don't go ahead and just kill for the sake of killing indiscriminately. That's what's occurring in Gaza. Let's use our eyes. Let's use our eyes. Let's think, let's use our own morality and ask if we would do this. Is Israel, uh, the IDF under Israel wrong for doing this? Yes. Was Bush wrong in killing thousands of Panamanians to get Noriega? Yes. Was Bush wrong for invading Iraq uh, and killing hundreds of thousands of people? To get uh, uh, to go ahead and get Saddam Hussein? Yes, we're wrong. Until we get out of this mentality, this will continue and the violence will continue and the defense industrial complex will continue to profit on the blood of many. We 
spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.